Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. The big story out of college football today, the NCAA is investigating possible violations by Nebraska Cornhuskers football coach Scott Frost. Nebraska announced today, got this from ESPN, um, one of the many sources I woke up to. So I always like to rag on Nebraska, especially last year when they were like anywhere, anytime, and they were trying to leave the Big Ten because they wanted to play football so bad, and now they're turning down playing teams. Um, So today, the Nebraska actually announced that the NCAA is looking into their football program after the report says that the Cornhuskers staff improperly used analysts and consultants with the knowledge of Coach Scott Frost and even moved workouts off campus last year when such activities were banned during the pandemic. So no huge story really there because they were trying to play football. They kept saying anywhere, anytime. They were trying to leave the Big Ten. But how does this affect their Week Zero game, which is coming up just 10 days from now, August 28th, 1 p.m. kickoff against the Fighting Illini, two teams that I can't stand in college football. And the answer is I don't really know. (laughs) But the total in that game is 55 and a half. Um, Not going to lie. I'm not going to be playing Nebraska, Illinois week zero. Oh, my gosh. We've got some insurance here. The Yankees up 4-1 now. Joe Judge. Anthony Rizzo with the return off the COVID list. Yeah. Good hit there by Rizzo. You're You're on the Yankees, right? No, I'm on the Yanks. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah. If you were for the, on the Red Sox, I'd feel sorry for you. No, no. Okay. No, the Yankees have been on absolute fire. Man, they've been really good. Uh, I'm really low on Nebraska, have been the last couple of years. I just think that they're an absolute disaster. I have no play in that one. Other week zero games, my squad, Hawaii, on the road, taking on UCLA. UCLA opens up as 17-point favorites. That total is 70. I'll probably be playing the under. I'm not going to lie. Um, But I have one rule. I never bet against Hawaii. That's my bailout Saturday night, early Sunday morning squad. Love their midnight kickoffs, so uh, no play for me there. Also, week zero, UTEP on the road, taking on New Mexico State. UTEP is nine and a half point favorites. New Mexico State at home, nine and a half point dogs. The total in the game is 55. Nothing there for me. And then UConn and Fresno State. Fresno State opens up as 27 and a half point favorites. The total in that game. 62 and a half. Do you narrow down your handicapping when it comes to college college football football in terms of like, yeah, I only bet like four games a week. Okay. And that's even a lot. I usually do like three to four. Well, how do you, how do you address like some of these crazier divisions? Like I know you're all about matching and like the, the, the lesser known or not lesser known, but just divisions that have, you know, less attention surrounding them. Like, how do you bet those? And do you take a chance? Like, of course, when you get to the lesser known divisions, in conferences, it's just like huge spreads, 40 points here, 27 points here between you know teams that aren't as well known. Like, is there uh, something that you look for? Or Yeah, I always just try to find like, because I mean, there's so many games in college football, right? Like I have buddies that are like, I just can't get into college football because there's just too many teams and it's the same college football playoff. Like it's the same teams every year. You know, yeah. Alabama's going to be there. Clemson's going to be there. Oklahoma's going to be there. And then insert, you know, whatever surprise team there is. Notre Dame, you know, is it uh, Georgia? You know, and um, so what I do is I just look at the whole board every single game and I just try to find like one or two numbers, three to four that are just off. And you could usually find good value, even if it is, you know, Montana 
or if it is a Hawaii game. Hawaii is usually like my bailout game, or it's like I had a really good day, and it's, ah, I'm going to stay up until 3 a.m. anyway. I'm just going to throw some money down. I just try to find where the number's off a little bit. Is there I'll a look conference, at totals. Is there a conference that you like, that you look to bet more so than others? Um, In college football? No, not really, actually. Uh, Mickey's up to bat, so we're going to go live now, 97-1 the ticket. Run. And that'll be coming up here on BetMGM tonight well, as actually, we are waiting for Miguel Cabrera to hit Ohtani, number 500. Otani just had him uh, ground out. So, okay. Mickey, watch. Get out of here. Yeah. So, easy, quick at bat. Uh, but, no, not really, man. Like, um, to be quite honest with you, what, like I usually won't bet, like, the primetime matchup. Um, sometimes I do, though. It just kind of differs every week. Now, you know? what about Heisman? Like, I know we've been talking Heisman odds. Are you going to use the wait-and-see uh, approach yeah. this year, or are you going to go ahead and put something in earlier? Yeah, I usually do the wait-and-see. Okay. You know, I'll usually wait, like, week two, week three, now, do you get um, two and try or, to find some value. Do you do two picks or one? Like, do you have two picks of— Just one. Just one? Yeah, like, last year, even in the NFL, kind of the same deal. Like, with the MVP futures, last year, like, I played Aaron Rodgers because I got the 22-to-1 price, and then I took a shot with Kyler Murray— which ended up not being uh, the right choice. But I just try to find the best value. And that's the same thing like with the Heisman. Like, do I want to play DJ? Do I want to take uh, JT Daniels? You know, I always talk about Brock Purdy, but I don't realistically think that he's going to win the Heisman. Like right now, if I have to make a Heisman pick, I think Spencer Rattler is the best quarterback in the nation. I think he's probably going to end up being the first quarterback taken. And especially like you look at that offense, man, Lincoln Riley's offense, and any quarterback's going to put up numbers, but he's the real deal. So I expect him to win it. I just don't see enough value. So I usually just wait till like week two, week three, week four, um, and try to find some value there. Um, but I usually don't even really play the Heisman, to be honest with you. I play my season win totals, which I think I've played every single one um, that I'm going to play this season. How many do you have? Let me see. Let me bring them up, too, because a lot of them I really like, and I feel like... The one that I want to jump on that everybody that we've had on to talk college football has really started to motivate me to take is the over on North Carolina State. Yeah, NC State. So I actually... And you know, I'm already biased because of Jordan Houston being there. That's my little bro. Like, I love him with all my heart. He should be in the NFL here soon. But yeah, that's one that has my has definitely piqued my interest is taking the over on their win total because what was it? I think it's at six or something. Somebody, yeah. so everybody's saying it's way too low. So I've played so far, I've played um USC to win the Pac twelve, because I got the good number there, plus three fifty. I played uh Boston College to win over seven games. I took Oregon over nine wins. I'm really high on Oregon this season. So that's what I did there is I kind of hedged like, okay, if Oregon doesn't win double-digit games, I'm into Slovis. I think this might actually be USC's year, but I always do this with USC, and then they never win the big game. But plus 350 is what I got the number at. I think there's actually, as I look at BetMGM, I think the price might be a little bit different. Now I'll go back and check that out here in a second. I got Oregon, though, the win, win winning double-digit games. Uh, when we did our Maxion preview, I told you I was all over Toledo. And I got their win total at eight. So I went over eight wins. Um, when we had Ken Barkley on, Lockie Lockerson, we talked about Indiana. Indiana won a lot of games last year that I was all over Indiana a lot last year, but they also had some disappointing losses. Very low on Indiana this year. I played them under eight wins. Um, I took Kansas State. My favorite bet right now is Kansas State over five and a half wins. Mm-hmm. It's juiced, but I absolutely love that. They also made me a tremendous amount of money last year, just staying in games, had a huge upset. Uh, I'm on Louisville over six and a half wins, and then I'm on Penn State. This is the one that I don't love. You're on the un- I'm on the under. You're on the under. I'm Penn on the State? under. Wow. Yeah. It's funny. I just talked to Rashid, who's their starting right tackle, left tackle. Excuse me. He told me I need to come to some Penn State games this year. So, um, if and when we go, I have to bring you along, and I have to tell everybody in the attendance that hey, 
my partner's on the under here, so yeah, I'm, I'm on the over. And I somebody has to win, and you guys know me more than him, so get it done. And oh, I like, my Braves go up 2-0, by the way. Bases loaded here uh, in Atlanta. And I actually like uh, Sean Miami, Clifford too. Yeah. And he's like from like 25 minutes away from where I grew up, but just in big game situations, I just don't trust Sean Clifford. While I like him. And some of these matchups, and if you look at their schedule, like they should easily go over the win total. But I just I don't trust him, um, so I did play their under. And wow. I also am really high on Wisconsin. Every year I'm really high on Ohio State. I don't know that anybody's beaten Ohio State in the Big Ten. I just don't want to play that number. So if I'm looking for some value, I'm looking for Wisconsin to have a bounce back year, and hopefully Graham Mertz can stay healthy and they're able to run the football like they have been able to historically. Last year was just a really weird year. That's that's the thing. Like going into this season, it's a lot different. And even like looking at these games, everything is so weird just because of the season that we had last year where you never knew who was going to be available due to the COVID. And like, it wasn't like your regular injury report, like when Ohio State, like we were just trying to get them to have enough games just to get them into the college football playoff. Well, we weren't, the Big Ten was. Yeah. Like you never even had a full injury list. Like you had no idea who was going to be in the COVID protocol. It's not like a hamstring injury where you know like four days heading into Saturday that this player is dealing with this injury. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like this year you have the transfer portal. You have Which a was bunch. Ridiculous you know what I mean? This season, by the way, it was. I I can't even explain what we just saw. Dude, wait till we Across get to college all, basketball. Like, I'm about to say college basketball is going to get even nuttier. We saw some of it last year. Yeah. So Man. I feel like any value, like those are the win totals I like. And then anything else I'll probably have to hold off on a little bit just because, man, like last season d- didn't seem like a real college football season. So this year is so weird. It doesn't at all. And then back to the transfer portal. Portal. I, I promise I can talk today. Mm-hmm. Back to the transfer portal. Same. It's um, Wednesday. All these guys being able to now make money off of their likeness now, too. Like that also throws such a huge wrench into where guys decide to go. How, where, what are the popular places where you can market yourself, where you can get the most money in local um, sponsorships and, and all those things. So it's going to be in, it's going to be a crazy uh, NCAA basketball season as well. I'm so, I'm, it, I'm so happy to finally get some meaningful football here soon. Like not only NFL, but college football and just fans in the stands, man, it just does something to me watching those college football games without fans. It was probably I think the college football was more weird than NFL. Does that make sense? Like you know yeah. these like these college football no, stadiums like are are way bigger actually. Like you look at Penn State, Michigan, like all those stadiums just being dead empty. It's just ridiculous to see. So Well, that's man. what I love about college football. Like dude, is like the atmosphere, man. Like yeah. student sections and I can't wait to see Beaver Stadium just packed out again all in all white. Like just, watching college game day with nobody there like It's weird. It, it was all really the funny weird. signs are gone. Yeah. Well, um, shoot it. It'll be more need normal to start this, wearing year, their masks this year. Yeah. Get back to it so we can have fans and keep it like that. 